listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Got Bread is a Sydney-based bread and baked goods delivery service. The owner, Mark Kennedy, joins us in this week's episode. Mark was supplying directly to cafes via his company before COVID hit and had to shift his business and then began delivering directly to consumers. COVID-19 has thrown out some surprising trends in the hospitality sector. Mark Kennedy mentioned that in such uncertain times, bread is always a staple you can rely on. In this episode, we talk about the real hard-hitting truth behind the hospitality during this time. And since recording this episode and with the recent relaxation of restrictions, Mark has closed the doors of Got Bread and has refocused his attention to his original business model, supplying bread directly to cafes. Hi, Mark. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. That's so good to hear. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a Kiwi, moved to Aussie about 11 years ago. Um, I'm interested in buying businesses, doing them up and uh, trying to hold on to them. Um, I don't really know much more what you want to know. I'm married an Aussie girl, so I'm stuck here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it's not a bad place to be stuck, though. I like. Do you like no, Sydney? Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. Plenty yeah. going on. So, when you say um, you buy businesses, how many businesses have you had over the years? Uh, this is my third. Wow, gosh! And have they all been in the same industry, or they've all been quite different? No, they've all been quite different. Right. Um, so, I've I come from a sailing background, racing yachts professionally. And in 2008, when the last recession happened, that all dried up, all that work, sailing around the world. So I ended up back here in Sydney. I knew a lot of Aussie mates in the sailing world and haven't left since, actually. Right. Do you still sail these days? Due to business, I have not been able to. Um, I had to stop a couple of years ago just due to the workload of this latest business that I'm in. Yeah. Okay. So then we evolved into, so we're, we're just to introduce Got Bread and, and then we'll kind of circle backwards and then forwards again. So if you sure. can just tell everyone what Got, Got Bread is. So Got Bread is a freshly baked goods home delivery service in Sydney. Yeah. And, and explain how the concept was formed. Uh, the good old COVID-19 um, yeah. made us get pretty creative. Um, I have a wholesale food service business in the freshly baked goods, um, servicing cafes. That obviously died overnight, <clears throat> um, down like 70% in sales, and we still are. So we had to quickly get creative and try and think, how can we get our product out to the end user? And that's where Got Bread uh, kind of came to life pretty quickly. Yeah, so basically people can go onto the website and choose their order of a range of croissants and bagels and Turkish bread and so many different styles of of bread. Um, But you've also got some other things beyond bread, like you've got milk and condiments. Is that right? That's correct. So we're trying to make it um, bringing the cafe to your home. Yeah. Um, So we thought to to add some relishes and jams and milk, um, 
sodas, a few other extra things that kind of uh, complement the bread. That was kind of the, the mindset behind all that. Yeah, gosh. And so the people order on your website and then it gets delivered to the door. So what time do you start baking? I'm assuming it's about 3 a.m. or so. <laughs> That's um, the tough bit we, of the job. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. The whole operational side is. We mm. are not bakers. Um, we buy off about 20 different bakeries in Sydney. Um, to make up our product range. So we essentially are, are the wholesaler for cafes and then now this home delivery got bread service. Um, the bakers actually start uh, the afternoon before. So uh, about 2 p.m. they start baking for that night's orders. Um, they then deliver to our warehouse at about uh, 9, 10 o'clock at night. My staff turn up at about 10 o'clock at night and pack for about five hours. Then they do the deliveries from about 2.30 in the morning till 6, 6 in the morning. Wow. So you oh got your gosh. delivery at about 2.30 this morning. Just I was out. wondering. I was wondering what, what time that would have been. My gosh. So these people, do they sleep during the day or how, how do they operate? Like how do they flip their lives to be working those hours? <laughs> that is the challenges of this business. Like I'm awake during the day. I wake up at about 5.30, waking up to where my staff are pretty much finishing. Um, so that is difficult because I don't get to see my staff very often. Um, the bakers, they, they work more in the afternoons into the evening and then <clears throat> deliver it to our depot um, yeah, early evening and then my guys do the full night shift run to, to pack, the, pack the orders per run and then deliver it in the wow. early hours of the morning so it's ready for the cafes and for Obviously, fresh bread in the morning when you wake up. Absolutely. So when you so you get up at five thirty a.m. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then. I'm waking up to uh, what has happened last night. Yeah. Okay. Then. So what do, what does an average work day look like for you at the moment? At the moment, I am pretty open plan um, with all this craziness that's going on and. Every day is like a different day. We, mm. I guess all these restrictions as well uh, from the cafe side of it, this whole new Got Bread business, uh, my day varies massively just depending on what comes up. Yeah. So it could be anything from adding a new function to the Got Bread website to going to go see a cafe customer to talking to you to all sorts of things. Yeah. So it's, um, I'm Diverse. pretty open at the moment. Yeah, yes. I know. I'm feeling exactly the same way. In fact, my um, son goes to Waverley College and they right. just went back to school last week and then, you know, the school was closed on Tuesday yes. this week and then it reopens on Friday. And the boys have always caught the bus to school. So now I'm driving them and the traffic is unbelievable. And so, you know, just it's it's... Trying to create norm but also have this flexibility of just dealing with these ad hoc things that are just constantly popping up. It's quite exhausting. It is. Yeah. It is very draining. Yeah. You just gotta gotta try and approach it <clears throat> that every day is a new day and just try and get the best out of it. Exactly. Yes, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Well, you know, for, from my point of view, it's just highlighted in particular this week is that we're not out of the woods and, you know, remaining agile as much as possible is absolutely, you know, it's just beyond necessary. And just, you know, 
constantly adapting as well based on what yeah, is going correct. on around us because no one really knows. And and I think that you do feel like things are all getting back to normal, but then something happens and you go, actually, it's not normal at all. We're just kind of, <laughs> until a vaccine comes up, we just got to like adjust with what we are allowed to do and what's being handed to us on a daily basis. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So so the cafes that you normally distribute to, are they are most of them being able to have people come and actually sit at the cafe? Most of them they probably could, but financially it's the numbers just don't work. There's just yeah. not enough people coming through them to be able to put on a chef and put on wait staff. So they're they're all still just skeleton crews at the moment, just scraping by. Yeah. Um, next Monday when they're allowed 50 people, that will hopefully give it another kick to get more people through the doors because um, as an industry, we we need to nearly triple our sales to get back to breaking even. Right. So it's pretty, it's grim. <laughs> pretty crazy at the moment. Isn't it? Mm. Isn't it? It's so, all without yeah. JobKeeper. This industry would be in or will be. Yeah, when JobKeeper finishes, it's going to be pretty interesting what happens at the end of mm, September. Yeah. So as it like as a consumer, like obviously like ordering directly via your website to to get these products is like not only like really great for the consumer, but you know like necessary for your business to keep it going. Um, in terms of like cafes, the fact that they can only have like such a small amount being seated is it best that people ring ahead and book in or just chance it and turn up or what's the best approach i think just try and get back to your cafe that you used to go to and try and support them that's the the biggest thing is just getting people trying to get back to the the norm of going back to your office and trying to get back to normality with what you used to do and keep spending and supporting your uh I guess your office cafe as well as your local cafe. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the biggest thing with that. <clears throat> that's, so that not, is huge. Not booking like restaurants. I guess with restaurants it's different, being, being able to book ahead with that, but cafes is so different with the way that they're operating. Mm. Um, I think it's just, just changing the mindset of not being scared and just trying to support your local and your office cafes. It's kind of the... Key. Yeah, and you know the difficulty with the whole um, office area is that a lot of a lot of the businesses are still working from home mm. now. Yep, that's exactly the issue. Yeah, so so like particularly like around the CBD area and all those, which is usually just such such high volume. Correct, and that's where we were servicing about a hundred cafes pre-COVID, and that was kind of our our core part of the business. Yeah, I'm sure. And I guess that's how Got Bread kind of came to life of going, how do we get our pro- our cafe products or bread products to that end user, which is the person that used to go to their office in the city and go to their, their um, CBD cafe. Yeah. And that's how the home delivery came to life, going, well, everyone's working from home. How do we get it straight to their door? Yeah. So it's, um, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting journey so far the last six weeks. Yeah, having our ups and downs, but it's um it's definitely definitely starting to take off, which is good. Yeah, and you know what? It's all about like people discovering these services because you know, as you say, this is a completely new service for you, 
And as we know, with any new you know element of a business or even any new business, it takes a while for people to hear about it. So exactly. you know that's why we need to spread the spread the word as much as possible. And I have to say, um, this morning I opened up the door and there was a big, huge box of got bread with <laughs> just such a great variety to keep us going. And so you know it's it's great because at the moment we've got everyone at home, given that the school's closed again, and and my husband's exactly. working from home. So it's great everyone can just you know put their arm into the box and and grab out something and then make something with it. So it's a really great solution. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> yeah, what would you as well? It's, exactly. It's, uh, Exactly. What would you say are some of the most popular items in your store? Uh, the sourdoughs uh, and the Turkish bread and the croissants are definitely the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess probably 80% of our sales is with the four kind of signatory boxes that we've built. Um, and then, you know, other people like to create, create their own boxes of what they like as well. Oh, okay, um, so you so can pick and mix, can you? Yes, you can pick yeah. a mix. You can yeah, build right. your own box um, and, yeah, get what you want at the end of the day. We've also mm. just launched a subscription model yesterday, so we are now able to do a set and forget kind of order. So you got the load me up box today. Um, you could have that on as a weekly subscription. We purely just set it on, set it on the day and you just forget about it. It turns up every Thursday, for example. Wow. That's great. So you can you can do that with the pick and mix as well, can you? Yes. Yeah. Great. Yep. As, as long as you meet our thirty dollar uh, minimum, that just covers the cost of um, yeah. getting the deliveries done. Um, but yeah, you can build what you want and and do it with all the products on the site. Yeah. Wow. So look, going forward, and I know this is so hard to predict, but you know, what do do you see that this kind of business model? Let's just say, like, when things settle down and go back to like a more relatively normal, do you think that there will still be a need for this style, or do you think you will revert back to the the pre existing um, business model, or do you think it'll be a mixture of both? I think it'll be a mixture of both, yeah. um, just with the fundamentals of, you know, corporate offices probably becoming smaller and people rotating, working from home and then working from their office. I think having the need for both home deliveries and and the wholesale business with the cafes, that for, for my business, that's probably the only way that we are going to potentially get through this. Mm. If we're just relying on the cafes with the predictions of people working from home, less volume of people going through the city, it's the four-metre squared rule in the venues, we're just not doing enough volume to kind of survive in that sense. So the home deliveries is quite exciting of the opportunity with that. Well, you know, and this... Other products we can offer. This goes back to a conversation that I've had with so many businesses in the fact that, you know, you this model allows you to get to know your customers way better than before because you're dealing directly with them. Yeah, correct. So, you know, you... Whether you that's mu- a good or bad thing, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what it means then is that you can, like, get feedback that will then help evolve the business as well and you've diversified correct. your income stream in the meantime. So, you know, we'll probably find that, like, different opportunities will arise once things settle down that, you know, may never have been considered before in the past. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. We were just, uh, we were, I've owned this business for three and a half years now, the, the Italpani, the cafe wholesaling business, 
And it's taken about three years to get it to a point of where I've been happy with it working or running okay. Um, so it's, and then we kind of, we weren't getting complacent, but it was all ticking along fine. And, you know, we weren't really thinking past of what it was. Then all of a sudden this COVID has happened and it's just opened up our creativity side. And yeah, as you say, different opportunities that can arise in the future. Yeah. So it's I mean, it's become classic, interesting again. Well, it's a classic case that, like, it really does take three years to to get the business moving to the point where you feel like you don't have yep. to work as hard. And then for this to happen so soon after, I mean, talk about keeping you on your toes. It's <laughs> <laughs> an understatement. Oh, my gosh. Have there been sleepless nights for you? Uh, most days and nights. I'm so drained and... And uh, tired. I don't even know what's what day it is or day yeah. it is at the moment. So yeah, it's just taking each day as it comes. Yeah. Do you do you feel emotionally drained from this whole experience? Yes. Mm. Being in our hospitality alone, I think you're you're already drained, and then yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is just next level. Yeah. But it's all right. It brings brings opportunities, and and one one cool thing out of all this is my staff have been great and it's brought a lot of camaraderie around all this as well everyone helping each other out and making sure everyone's okay so we actually have a really tight-knit crew now that um yeah it's brought us all together more mm. which is pretty cool out of out of it so it's a really solid foundation to go forward with, with all of our all of our staff which yeah. is great yeah do, do you find that any of your staff come up with ideas you know through all of this um you know, and, and bring ideas to the table that you might not have thought of? Yep, always always encouraging that. Um, a lot of people like to bring forward a lot of ideas that they don't know how to <laughs> how execute. to fulfil, like a yeah. lot of friends or execute. Yeah. Um, everyone wants to be a chief, which is quite funny. Yeah. But, um, but no, at the end of the day, it's all about ideas, isn't it? And if we think that we can, it'll be beneficial to the end customer and then work for us operationally, then... We'll definitely look at it. Yeah. We can be so nimble with what we're doing, uh, this which is, is the, great. Well, this is the beauty of being a small business is that, you know, we, we are a bit used to like thinking on our toes and ducking and weaving because there, there are always hurdles in every single business, you know, along the way. Um, and that's the good thing about being a small business is that we can adapt changes so much quicker because we're not having to deal with the layers and layers of politics and, you know, and and heads so, it, it, you know, it is a really great time yeah. to be in a smaller style business. Yep, it's definitely got its pros in that, yeah. that aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely does. Mm. We'll probably look back in a year's time and go, oh, it wasn't too bad. It's kind of brought <laughs> a, a few interesting ideas and opportunities. And oh, my gosh. Who knows? Yeah. You've got to be so, optimistic, otherwise it's no point in doing it. Exactly. It's so, so true. How do you, Look, how do you manage your time between work and life? And I'm sure at the moment, like, the lines are so blurred. But how, how are you, you know, keeping some balance and remaining sane? Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I am. <laughs> it's all, to be honest, this industry has been quite draining. It's seven days a week. There is not much of a work-life balance, and this right. has just made it even harder. Yeah. Luckily, my wife has a corporate job to keep us financially kind of getting us through this, um, which is good. Um, but we try and 
I guess my days start at 5.30 in the morning. It's pretty intense for a few hours. Mid-morning now, um, it's kind of where I can back off for a couple of hours and take some time out. And then it ramps up again later in the afternoon. So right. we're just trying, I guess, there's different hours of the days that we I can back off and we can go do, do different things. And um, But, yeah, being seven days a week, I've got to make the most of those hours every day of the week. Otherwise, is that, is it seven days? Yeah, I mean, seven days a week. Is it seven days because the bread is being delivered seven days, is it? Our cafe is six days a week, but yeah. by the time you do the support side on a Saturday morning, then orders again oh on a gosh. Sunday afternoon, it doesn't stop. So it's, <gasps> and then the got bread is five mornings a week, Monday to Friday. Yeah, right. At the stage. Oh, my god! It's gosh. just 24-7, so it's, it's hard. It is hard to have a work-life balance where that is. all my staff are going to work at night when I'm going to sleep, and I'm waking up to... I wonder what happened last night. Are there, are, there, are there ever any drama? Like, do things go wrong overnight? Oh, yes. Really? Like, what kind of, of things? Staff, one of my longest-standing staff members has been with the business for over 20 years. He, when, I, when I bought the business, he goes, buckle up, get ready for the adventure. <laughs> I'm like, okay, interesting. Uh, two nights ago... Um, Oh, there's, there's vehicle accidents, there's all sorts of stuff, there's people calling in sick at 11 o'clock at night and we're having to rush in and stay awake for 24 hours, there's all sorts of stuff. That's oh the gosh. stuff that no one sees, all the behind the scenes side. Yeah. That is the, 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 that's the real demand inside of this, this industry. Um, so, so if a staff member calls in sick, do you need to go in and fulfil that role yourself? I have an operation manager that does that, but if we're really short-staffed, then yes. I haven't had to do it for a little while, um, but, yeah, I am definitely in line to do that if, if needed, and that's right. the service industry, right? Yeah. So, okay, so you start work at 5.30. What time do you finish in the day then on average? Uh, as I said, there's times of the day where I'm really busy and out of control and then yeah. I can back off for a couple of hours, but I'm never switched off. I'm on 24-7. Yeah. So I'm I'm talking to my staff at 10 o'clock at night before I go to bed just to make sure everyone's turned up, make sure that the suppliers have dropped off the products, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. So that's the, Even on a Sunday? Sunday, not in the mornings, but in the afternoons, yes. Yeah. Sunday nights are actually our biggest night because everyone stocks up for the week to have right. a little bit of extra product. Oh so, yeah, Sunday gosh. afternoons are actually our uh, busy, busiest night of the week. Oh, my gosh. Things Far are out. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> this, see, this is so interesting because the consumer only ever sees on the good side of the business and then and no one really knows or understands what's going on behind the scenes unless you're in the industry. That Correct. is so full on. If Can it was, ever... if it was, yeah. Go Sorry, you go ahead. No, I was going to say. So, when you're allowed to have holidays in the real world, are you able to ever, you know, take a week off? I haven't had a break since I bought the business. Right. So, uh, yeah, fun times. Oh <laughs> my gosh! You know what? This makes like me appreciate bread even more now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's yeah wow it's the it's the fast moving perishable goods it yeah. definitely puts another element of strain and stress 
for this business yeah. because um, it's not like we're selling nuts and bolts that are in our warehouse and it we can, can quality there. control them before they go out. Yeah. Like I don't even see the products coming in and out every night because they're in and out within five hours. So it's – Hot potato. We Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're relying on 20 suppliers to give us what we order as well and yeah. consistent products. And so you it's would, always tough on that side. It is, and you know what? You'd also have to be checking that you've had the right delivery from the suppliers and the quantities are correct and all those elements yep. and then chasing out when that goes wrong. <gasps> yep, which is every night. Yeah, There's always right. something every night. There's always something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So everyone that's listening into this podcast, we need to get behind Got Bread and support this amazing, amazing business. So, Mark, can you please tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, pretty easy. Just go uh, Google gotbread.com.au and um, it's really easy. Just a few clicks um, to order the bread and then it gets delivered the next day. Uh, you just have to order before 3 p.m. for the next day delivery, uh, Monday to Friday. Yeah, and the delivery just um, arrives on your doorstep, so it's all contactless. Correct. And you'll get a you'll get a message on your phone when the delivery's done. Okay. Photo. Amazing. Mark, it has been absolutely wonderful speaking to you and I really appreciate you taking some time out to chat to us. No worries, thanks for having me. 